Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker, and today I have with me Jeff Baker, CMO of Brafton, again on the podcast. In the last episode, we talked about SEO and content marketing. Today, I want to shift the gears a bit and talk more about remote work. He's been working remotely for quite a while now, and he's been making the most of it by traveling. I'm curious to know more about his remote lifestyle. Let's get the conversation started. Where, where do you, do you have a place where you live? Or do you mean what I mean by this is like, did you put your stuff in storage and just now you're doing this remote thing? Or is it like you have a place and somebody's renting it out? Like, what do we got? What's the deal? A little bit of both, to be honest, man. Like I went out to, I went and lived in Boston for six months. I got back and I decided I'm just going to sell all my shit. And I did. I sold everything except for about maybe a hundred things. And uh, from there, I just rented a cheap room. And then I, I guess about half the time, I'm traveling about half the time working remote. Sometimes it's in the States and sometimes it's, you know, way the hell out here in nowhere, Bolivia. Um, just kind of Depends on whatever comes up. But for the most part, yeah, I've sold all my stuff. I've got a home base um, that I come to when I had to re- need to rest my head a little bit. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty much fully remote. Damn, dude, I'm jealous. I got to be honest. I, I try not <laughs> to get jealous on podcasts. But, man, I I literally mean you're going to have to tell me where you're going to be at. I'm going to come visit you. I got another buddy of mine, Adam, that uh, used to work at Big Commerce, and he's out traveling. He's in France and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, yeah. dude, you give me your schedule. I'm going to meet you in the city for a few days and we're going to do probably <laughs> stuff that we can't talk about on podcasts, but that's awesome, man. That's awesome that you're out there hey, doing it. Meet, meet me in Guatemala. That'll be the next one. I will do that in a hot second. That was actually one of the, the countries or the, the places that my family went to and I wasn't, didn't go. I was in Costa Rica. So I, my, I do a lot of traveling myself I, back in the day and I went to mm-hmm. school in Costa Rica. A lot of people don't know that. That's my, my little fun fact. Okay. Yeah. And so my family actually stayed there. there another family. Oh, dude, Costa Rica, yeah, love it with the tikas, tikas. Yeah, good times for sure. Um, but they went to Guatemala, and I, I ended up not going, and it was when they were having one of the big festivals, and they got the flowers. I mean, it was just absolutely stunningly beautiful. So Guatemala has been something that's been on my list for a while. I've got to, I got to look at my calendar because I'm, you know, right now the thing I do is I just try to speak in exotic locations for, you know, not a lot of money so that I can be in an exotic location. So that's been my, my excuse. <laughs> I, have, I have a family, you know, so I got a wife, and my wife's, super understanding. She's like, yeah, go get in a van and go do your thing. Like, I'll just come visit every once in a while. Like she's a, you know, she knows I'm kind of a free, I'm raised by raised by hippies, bud. Like I'm, I'm California. Like family was like, literally, my dad lives in Davis. I mean, you do the math on that. Like if you know Davis, it's like, we're not, you know, so I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, now I have, now I have like a, you can't see it, but I have a bracelet that actually is worse than usual. Oh, no, I was, it's, you know, I was usually like, I've, I've got the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hippied out, man. I'm, it's a little reggae. I told you, listen, I went to reggae at a concert in your hometown, buddy. I like man, it. I got the reggae thing going on too. Oh yeah. That's man. it. That's beautiful. Sorry, man. I know this podcast, everybody. I know. Yeah, I got, still, I, he's got all kinds of, got all kinds of jungle vibes. For sure. I mean, that's, that's awesome. I knew that we were, we were going to be like jungle brothers one day. So that's awesome. So you're working on these. Is there any, any other cool stuff? I mean, obviously Brafton is always an ongoing project and always looking to drive more traffic and get more people there. Are there any other, do you have any other side projects or can you not talk about it because you're in Bolivia or whatever? Like, I don't know. It's like, I, there's a project I can tell. Like, are you building a secret canoe or something with Elon Musk? Like, come on, just tell us, like, give us the goods. Man. Like, don't just like a uh, well, I got, canoe. I a musk canoe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There we go. Um, I got, I got two things. One thing personal, I'm working on a, um, I was here in Bolivia and I was trying to think of, uh, I was actually just trying to Google search. I wanted some sort of workspace online where people could work together in a sprint, like everybody working together in a sprint, like a, in a motivational, in a motivational type of way, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of like the energy that I'm looking for where it would show, okay, you've got, 
2,000 people online. You've got a timer going for like 52 minutes. I'm going to hammer through this this project that I'm working through. And you can see everybody else like on a map that's all lit up where they're working. And you see all the task lists going into a feed. I was hoping that I was going to find something like that. And there's absolutely nothing. There's mm. like no global sprint group or, or uh, tool or app or anything that, that does that. So I'm building that because I was like, yeah, we should probably, we should probably get one of those things. So that's personal one. Uh, from a Brafton standpoint, I've built uh, just recently, I'm kind of stupid with spreadsheets, but I figured out just enough how to take a whole bunch of keyword tools and weight all of the different metrics that they will populate into one simple grade um, that will tell you in massive keyword lists, what are the most viable options for you? So you can import Ahrefs, Keyword Finder, Moz, like the search volumes is going to take the average of those. It's going to take the, it's going to take the, um, which I think the square root of their um, search difficulty scores. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to take um, basically the organic click-through rate, SERP features, all that stuff into account. And it's going to aggregate that all together and just give you one score. And it's just a really quick and dirty way to tell you, like, of this list, what are the viable keywords? So I just finished Ooh. putting that thing together. A little bit clunky, but um, I have no idea what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. excited, but I don't Well, the thing is, is it's like, I mean, you know, uh, like um, HubSpot was pretty famous for having, like, these kind of, you know, unique tools that you could do this and check a headline or whatever that may be. Those kind of things can drive some really a good amount of traffic. I guess depends on if it's the right type and what kind of intent it is. But I think there's, you know, where people can go, hey, I want, you know, I don't really know how to use all those tools, but it'd be nice to know that I'm at a B plus for this for whatever reason, right? Or I'm a B minus or, and why is that, right? So I think there, there's some huge value in that if you're not a major SEO person that wants to look at all these different things in spreadsheets and try to figure out the one magic keyword that's going to index well in your competition and how you're going to be able to beat them out and how many backlinks you need and all the other things that go into that. I think it simplistically, I think it makes sense be able to say, okay, this is kind of where we're at. And then maybe you give more information or for if you want us to write these 10 blog posts because and get you into an A position instead of a B position, then we can do that. Or however you guys would turn that into business, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, the whole thing, the whole idea was just to simplify a very complex process. Gotcha. <clears throat> so, and, so I'm and, just using it internally. I have no idea what I'm going to do with it next. So. So do you think, and do you think that was because of these, like kind of these incubators that you're in these, like where you're going to these cities and these hanging out with these people, is it because of that? He said, I want to, you know, I want to take what I'm learning here and, you know, in person and and put it online. It really was. I mean, you're basically in a group of people that do all kinds of random stuff. You know, we've got, uh, we've got developers here. So if I got an idea, which is usually bad, I'll go to the developer and say, Hey, is this a bad idea? And they'll say, yes, that's a terrible idea. You know, you've got uh, graphic designers and, and basically you can contribute something like, Hey, I'll help you do a little bit of keyword research and just take a look at this idea I've got, you know, and these, these ideas come up and they die really quickly, but some of them actually, actually make sense and, and make it into something. So that's, yeah, that's pretty is- inspiring that is really you know, interesting and, is, yeah. and what is it what is the name what's it what's it i'm gonna look into it it's called wi-fi tribe w-i-f-i-t-r-i-b-e dot, dot c-o gotcha and so it's uh and really what is it what do you do like you pay monthly and then you can go to different areas you just got to pay to get there and then you're like it's accommodations are taken care of because you're a member or how does it work it. Yep, you remember, so basically you just pay for your, yeah, you pay for the accommodations. You just, basically you get two things. You get a good place to live and you get good internet, 
like right now I'm, I'm podcasting from Bolivia where I'm they're surrounded by dirt roads and nothing around me, you know, so there's a guarantee you're going to get good internet. Um, the rest of it is completely unstructured, which is what I like about it because you can mm. pretty much set your own schedule. It's not like, you know, going to Disneyland, you know, it's a little bit more rugged than that. You get with the people, you meet them and then you just start to figure out, Hey, we want to do this. We want to do that kind of thing. And are you there for any set amount of time? Is it like, Hey, 30 days, you know, to kind of get everybody to be able to merge and gel and work together or what's, uh, is there any kind of parameters? Yeah. Each chapter is about a month, four weeks or so. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, they've got a calendar on their website and you can just choose different locations based on what's available. Like I think they had Kenya, Oman. It's like, you see one of these places like, Hey, I want to do this one. You sign up for it and you go you buy your plane ticket. You've got a good place to rest your head at night and you got good people and you've got internet and you just work. So it's basically just a normal work week in a different country. And then you go and screw off on the weekends. That's freaking awesome. Well, that's kind of what I did in Costa Rica. It was like, I schooled during the week and then <laughs> the weekends we would go travel. Right. I and mean, that was, that was the goal. So that's kind of the living live part of Costa Rica. Were you in? I was in actually in San Jose. I was in the main part of like the, the capital. And then we would just go yeah. to Haco and Jalisco. I mean, we'd, I'm not, uh, we'd go everywhere. I mean, so at that point it was just whatever we could go to on the weekends. Um, and then during the week I was there for school, but I was there to learn Spanish. So I actually lived there with a family that only spoke Spanish. Um, the little girls okay. had like three words of English. And I mean, this was 20, 20 years ago. So it was a little bit, you know, this was yeah. a little, little while ago. And I, my Spanish is good. When I get to a certain country, I start to, it starts to come back to me, but you know, I didn't haven't used it as much as I would have liked to, you know, over the over the last few years, last probably 20 years actually. But anyway, so that's why I'm excited about those kind of a deal, like a 30 day type situation. I mean, I, I'm pretty crazy in the sense like, I mean, I had a start, there was a startup. They were like, Hey, we want to hire you, but we want you to come live with us. And I lived with a startup for six months. That was literally like really? 20 miles from my house. Yeah. I saw my wife like maybe once a week. <laughs> You know, I did consulting in the East coast where I was like there for six months. I was in Florida and Charleston and I was all over. My wife would come out and visit me, but I'm, she knows I'm kind of a free spirit like that. Like I'm like, Hey, like I'm literally looking at where I can go all the time. Like, I'm like, Hey, where can I go and jump? And of course I want my wife to go with me, but if she can't make it, she knows yeah. I'm going to, I'll put on some skates and I'm, you know, you may come visit or we're going to FaceTime or something, but I'm going to end up somewhere. So, um, yeah good travel deals. I'm following a few of these little travel people that, you know, get hacks and do this and do that. And just trying to find the yeah, right sure. one. But yeah, it's, it's interesting for sure, man. That's, I'm going to definitely look into that. Cause that's kind of in, it's intriguing to me other than I'm doing heavy, heavy real estate stuff right now. I'm doing fix and flips with one of my good buddies. So anyways, that kind of makes it. So I have to be you're all over the place. I didn't want to bring it up. The medication isn't working. I know what you wanted to say. No, it's not. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little discombobulated, but you know, it helps having a good size team that that's, you know, able to, to keep the yeah. machine moving, you know? Yeah. Cool. So what would be, cause man, you're, you're a, um, a different dude. What I mean by that is like, you're just the, the stuff that you do is just, is awesome. Like I, it's like, you're like, kind of like that free spirit, but what would, if there was like three adjectives that would describe you, what would those three adjectives be? Creative would be number one. Like while my brain tends to be a little bit more, what is it? Left brain, I guess, when you're mathematical, analytical, really when I'm happy, it's when I'm creative and it's, it's applied to SEO. Like I find creative ways to look at SEO. So I, I, I love that part. Um, probably another adjective would be 
um, driven because I like, I like building things. I just like moving forward, doing more stuff. I never, ever get complacent. And I guess, I guess the last one would be non-complacent. <laughs> I didn't prepare yeah. these beforehand. It's just on the top of my head. I get, yeah. I just get stir crazy if I get stuck in one place. Like if you were to put me in a suburb and have me work from home, I would lose my mind in about four minutes flat. Mm. So I have to, have to be constantly moving around. So what do you, and is that why you, so when you say moving around, you mean just like new adventures, new things, things that are going on. Is it like, or is it like you're different? Yeah. Different physical, yeah. Different physical addresses. Um, yeah. Moving around the country. It's like, I just don't like being, staying put, you know, just cause after, after all the traveling and just realizing like what's out there and all the things that you can see, it's like, I can't, I can't go back to the normal nine to five working, working out of a suburb type of thing. You know, that's well, not my thing. Perhaps it's like the perfect job for you then. Right. I mean, like it doesn't get Pretty any much. better than that. You're right. I mean, it's like, yeah. they, they let you, it's a remote team. You can really go wherever, as long as you're getting your work done, which you have, you've been there seven years. So I think you put in the time to show that, you know, that you're going to, you're going to, you're doing a good job. So that's phenomenal. Um, well, you know, working from home, you work more hours than you do if you're in an office. That's yeah. There, there's such a misnomer with that. People don't understand remote work at all, really. Like it's yeah. when you work at home, it's just so easy to open your, it's to your own detriment too. It's so easy to open up your laptop and crank out a couple extra hours of work. And then before you know it, you logged 12 hours that day, you know? So yeah, it, it does benefit employers. Yeah, I think so too. And you can tell when people aren't working, right? I mean, you can tell when things aren't getting done because you kind of have an idea of when they should be done. If they're not, they're not hitting the mark, then, you know, obviously that yeah. doesn't, doesn't know how to do remote work. I mean, my team is all remote. So I, I, for me, and I don't micromanage them. There's no, I, if I have to micromanage you, then you're not going to be on my team, right? You get your stuff done and there we go. And it's, we have processes and things in place. So I know if things are being done. So anyways, so what if, if I was to give you, if I was to give you $50,000, that's cold cash. I don't know what that is in Bolivia. That would probably be a lot of money. Last time I checked, how would you spend it? Like, what would you, was there something that would like, Probably other than travel, because I know you're going to go traveling. Don't give me that basic yeah. answer. God damn it. I'm looking at like, what, <laughs> what would you do? What would you do with 50,000? Like, what would like, is there something like you're like, I would go buy a, you know, bedazzled canoe because I like fake diamonds. Ooh, that's canoes. Oh, that is sexy. That's, I think it's very aerodynamic or hydrodynamic. Probably. So aside from, yeah, aside from the bedazzled canoe, which I, which I love, I'm going to run that mm-hmm. up the flagpole with the team. Um, I probably, honestly, I'd probably invested into building things. You know, I really like the idea of, of building, building tools, building small businesses, stuff like that. So I'd probably invest it in, in other ways to get passive income. I, I'm just fascinated with that. I'm just starting getting into an area where I'm going to start building out a bunch of different training courses for things and selling those online. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of being able to help people and creating something once that just creates passive streams of revenue. So mm-hmm. if I were to get that $50,000, I would probably use that to invest in things that would get me passive streams of, of revenue or give me the time to create those things or the resources. We just started working on that. Like the, obviously I've known about passive income. There's other ways that I've gotten little passive income, nothing crazy, but that's what we're doing right now is a course. Uh, how to be an influencer.com is the course that yeah. we're doing for, for exactly that passive income. And we also just started doing crazy affiliate stuff, um, which has really? been, we've been driving a good, I mean, we drive about my side, I drive about one seventy a month right around. And so now we're starting to nice. do some affiliate stuff. Right. So that's, you know, some, there's, there's, it's so funny. If you look at it, like people at first, I was like, God, having my own name is my domain. Like sucks. 
But then on the other side, I'm like, well, then I can do some stuff that, you know, you like, you know, if you went to Brath and said, Hey, I want to do affiliate stuff. They'd be like, mm, I don't know if we're going to do that. Right. We're going to, cause you're going to drive it to your own engine, right. And have clients and do that kind of stuff. So that has been the only, one of the only benefits of using my own name for my own company. Cause it's, but yeah, yeah. some pretty cool affiliate stuff and trying to get like, getting people in that, that monthly type deal where it's, you know, it's going reoccurring and I don't have to worry about it. Cause I'm, I have been heavy on the client side and now I'm with the courses and other stuff. I'm looking to kind of transition some of that so I can travel more so I can make money while I'm sleeping and work on the stuff that I want to work on. And I've yeah. been fortunate over the last few years that I have been able to work on what I work, want to work on. But anyways, just trying to work more on that. It's kind of like, you're kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Basically the same exact thing. Yeah. All right, Jeff, Jeff Baker from Brafton. But if Shane people Barker, need, I know Barker. That's that's me. I mean, Handsome red I said it twice. I mean, strikingly, strikingly beautiful. I mean, I I should have done something other than a podcast. I mean, this is like this is what the guests get to see every day, and I think if people just go, I just didn't know that you look like that. I mean, that's super amazing. Your parents must have been blessed, <laughs> or something we're, like we're that. Wasted on audio only. Really wasted. I know. I am a, I should be off to start doing more TV stuff. Cause obviously I'm striking the awesome and beautiful. Um, I don't believe all of that, but I'm, we're going to say that for the, for the listeners. So if anybody needed to get in contact with you, cause obviously you don't have a real address and we're not even sure where you're at right now. If you're even in Bolivia or if you might be an FBI agent or CIA, we're not really sure what you are, but if they were to get in contact with you through Brafton or whatever company you work for, or don't work for, um, how would they do that? Yeah, you can find me at jeff.baker at brafton.com. Um, you can also check out our podcast, Above the Fold. That's on our, uh, we've got a landing page on the website, and we've also got that. You can just search that in iTunes. It'll pop up, Above the Fold. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't think I want to give out any personal information. No, okay, no, uh, no need. I think that was enough. They're going to... Yeah, the FBI. I think that's... No, no. Yeah, <laughs> already, we've already got pictures of you and stuff, so I think that's cool. Thanks, Jeff. I really appreciate you sharing your experience on this podcast episode. I'm sure all the remote workers out there who can't wait to travel are taking notes on how they can do it successfully. It's time to wrap up this segment, but before signing off, I want to remind all my listeners that you can reach out to my team if you need any help with content marketing, influencer marketing, PR, SEO, and more. For more details, you can check out shanebarker.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back soon with another interesting conversation. Stay tuned to the Marketing Growth Podcast.